read that snow globes are subject to the TSA's liquid ban. You know that? Yeah. Which should explain things when you see someone at security chucking their snow globes. Like, I gotta finish it before I get on. Nobody does that. <laughs> Porch wow. pirates becoming a real problem this year more than ever because so oh, many people yeah. are getting stuff delivered to their homes. Like we have a truck showing up every day. Yeah, uh, that's uh, we got to figure this out as a society as we move away from brick and mortar and have people Amazon ship us stuff. Amazon's trying to figure out a box problem because everybody like us for the last several years are trying to figure out uh, this can't be good. All this cardboard. I have so much freaking cardboard. It's unbelievable. I could use some. Can you bring me a box? Oh, God. Oh, no, it's too late because I need it today. Never mind. Uh, So, uh, listen, uh, a quick note on the Porch Pirates. Here's a perfect example of what we were talking about yesterday. uh, yesterday. Why did I emphasize that? What, am I new to the country? I don't know. I don't know either. Anyway, uh, so uh, the the idea that uh, we don't, we have too many people locked up. We don't have enough people locked up. Here's the Joe Getty policy. Maybe I'll run for governor of something. You get caught ripping uh, packages off people's uh, porch, a year in prison, period. 365 days, no early release, no bless. You serve one year in prison. You do it again? That person is irredeemable. The only problem... Then you get 10 years. I'm a tough-on-crime person. The only problem I'd have with that, maybe I'm watching enough lockup on MSNBC on the weekends. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid you might take somebody who is like a really low-level, didn't think this through criminal, and turn him into a serious criminal. Ah! Because jails are, the prisons are not a pretty pretty place to be. Right, they are crime laboratories. So you want to give the judge a little discretion to say, all right, you're you're a dummy, you're young, whatever, you didn't know any better, we're going to take a little mercy on you. Okay, defer that sentencing. I'm a I'm a man who knows mercy, Jack. And, I'm not worried say, about mercy. I'm worried about making worse criminals. Well, right. Exactly. So you say, all right, I tell you what. Yep. We are suspending your sentence unless you get caught doing something again. Then we're going to bring the hammer down on you. You yeah. understand? That's what you do. Okay. So you bring Although, them in. You uh, have them watch two hours of MSNBC's lockup. Right. And you say, this is where you're going to be if you do it again. If you do it one more time, what you're saying to society is, I'm a criminal. Mm. So we're going to put you in there. So go live your life. Or somebody's a porch pirate the second time, you cut off their leg below the knee, you put out one of their eyes, and you make them say, yar. You want to be a Barbaric. pirate? Now you're, now you're a damn pirate. Huh? I'm telling you, there'd be innovative solutions in my under my administration. <laughs> so listen, for a number of years now, Marion Naho. San Jose has been uh, keeping track, making notes of all of the whimsical band names we've come up with uh not to mention uh album titles book titles uh, our original air names <laughs> and miscellaneous a category that uh she claims uh is especially good this year and also a new category things jack has never had or done <laughs> <laughs> and uh mary i i swear to god listen hey Anton, when we finally do get the A and G merch going, there are quite a number of people who are going to get it on me. I want to, I want to give them a present. But Mary in the Ho is at the top of that list. Um, so let's see. Band names for 2017: Atmospheric River, mm-hmm. Marshall Phillips Dump. They play mainly in Tijuana. We said <laughs> the blank you and the blanks. Uh, potential Grizzlies. 
Which I guess I said makes Led Zeppelin look like ABBA. (laughs) Nightshade, Joe's 80s cover band. Nightshade, that is good. Yeah, that is so an 80s cover band. Uh, 300 computerized drones, which is my 10,000 Maniacs cover band. Hermaphroditic, I'm sorry, hermaphroditic amphibians. Alex Jones would (laughs) would announce all of our shows. Listen, I'm a Christian man, but here's a band that kicks ass. Hermaphroditic from dinner amphibians. Six-foot baby, <laughs> Joe's heavy metal band. Full House of Lethargy, a listener's band. The Woolly Mammoth Project. Appet- <laughs> I'd go see that. That is good. Appetite for Pain, Chinese Escalator Disaster, Carnival of Deceit, Felonious Dildo, Five-Foot Worm, Joe's Shoegaze Jam Band, Symbolic Arrests, Super Mighty Strike, Joe, oh, that was that was a phrase the North Korean lady in the pink used, right? Mm-hmm. In threatening America, uh, that is my band that wears masks and capes for some reason, and will leave off at masquerading marsupials. Mm. Album titles included "Stew of Hopelessness," Joe's new shoegaze album, my album. That's right. Molecules are swirling. Marshall's new age album that plays in massage parlors. <laughs> <laughs> Trigger, triggering the algorithm is my jazz album, where the instruments are ones I don't know how to play. <laughs> and uh, let's That does see. sound like a jazz album. Yeah, <laughs> triggering the algorithm. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's skip to uh, things Jack has never had nor done. Hot Pockets. Ramen noodles. Peeps. Feel free to jump in if if you've broken your no, string on any of these no. things. So far, that's all true. Taco Bell. True. I didn't know. I found out last month, unless I'd forgotten, my wife worked at Taco Bell once. Wow, and you've never uh, never gone. No. She never worked, paid your respects to her alma mater. She's worked at Walmart, Taco Bell, uh, and Starbucks. Huh. In addition to a couple other places that aren't chains, but. That's uh, damn near the uh, White Trash Trilogy. High school and college jobs, Walmart, yeah. The T-Bell, and I don't know. What would be the third one in there? Mm-hmm. Maybe the McDonald's? or be nice to have a different category. You got one food in oh, there. Oh, by the way, on the Walmart uh, story, when she was working at Walmart when she was 18 years old, a dude brought up the the condoms to, uh, she was working at the register, brought <laughs> the condoms up. It's oh, like boy. a Saturday Night Live gag from a couple of weeks ago and said, um, I don't know if these are big enough for me. They don't have the size I need. I need much bigger. To an 18-year-old working the register at the Walmart. Isn't that unbelievable? She went and got her manager She to not deal with the dude. But See, under my uh, administration, that guy would be immediately fitted with an ankle bracelet so he could keep track of his whereabouts oh my God. for the rest of his days. More things Jack has never had nor done. Uh, Twinkies. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever had a Twinkie. Lemon Jolly Ranchers. Definitely. Are you sure you were a child at some point? <laughs> a sex dream. But uh, that has been corrected. Right? But it was another guy having relations no, with your wife. My wife was headed out to have sex with uh-huh. uh, Kevin Costner. But the judges say, that... is that a sex dream? <clears throat> no. Yeah, I don't think so. Still unbroken. Butter pecan ice cream. No. It's my favorite flavor. It might be great. I've Bar none. A chicken wing. Pecans look like cockroaches to me. So I stay away from what? anything with pecans. Pecans look like pecans. A chicken wing. You've never had a chicken wing. Stop it. Not mm. even accidentally. 
I mean, within the bucket of chicken, you know, you just pick it up. No, I've had a chicken wing. I wonder what that is about. Yeah, I'm crossing Buffalo that wings? Buffalo yeah. wings. Maybe that, that could be. I don't think I've ever had buffalo wings. Mm, okay, well, let me make a note there. Buffalo. <laughs> you know, it's not made from buffalo. It's actually chicken stew. Oh, well, yeah, then yeah. maybe I'll give it a whirl. That explains why they're so small. Hard to imagine how a buffalo could uh, get aloft with wings that size. Uh, ranch dressing? Correct. What? It's it looks... the single most consumed. Oh, what does it look like? Go ahead. <laughs> it looks disgusting. Wow, wow, wow. Never been on a slip and slide? Uh, no. I remember a boy when we got ours. We begged, my sister Sue and I begged for a slip and slide for years. Wanted. We saw the commercials. We saw the rich kids had a slip and slide and never had one. So did... you never had one either? Well, well, no, we finally did get one. Oh. I think it was probably like a combo present for maybe even when my little brother came along for all three of us. But, um... Man, we played on that thing. The one memory I have of the slip and slide is a bruised oh, pelvis. Oh, yeah. Because we dive on the oh, thing, yeah. and like the front end, I didn't have quite so much padding back in the day. And so you dive on it, and your pelvis, the you know the edges of your pelvis, would contact the ground. So, yeah. Yeah, my kids put the slip and slide at the end of the slide on their playhouse and then put the hose at the top of the slide. And then you go down the slide, hit the slip and slide with full speed, and go clear across the yard. It's pretty cool. Got some Elon Musks there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, wow. Wow. Hyperspeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, never seen Shawshank Redemption. True. Wow. That's sad. Uh, and never voluntarily watched an online ad. <laughs> no, I have not. <laughs> well, there's never been one that's caught no, your fancy. No, I've never For a movie, on for a car, a no, product? Definitely not. That DB standing in his garage explaining how he got himself a Ferrari and you can too. That guy? No? I don't Never? know that, but Amazing. I, yeah. Amazing. I tell you what, I've said this before. This was the Battle of the Bulge and you came along. And I wasn't sure if you're a Kraut or one of our boys. <laughs> I'd end up shooting you. I'm not sure you're an American. Bill O'Reilly in about a half an hour and we're going to ask him about uh, the, the sexual stuff that brought him down. So, and I have no idea how he's going to react to that. Among other things. Among other things. Well, do it live! But that is, that, is, that is the plan. That's not just peering into his personal life or anything. That's the story of our time. So, yeah. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Said the night wind to the little land. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? Way up in the sky, little land. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? A star. Bill O'Reilly in about uh about about seven forty five. And um apparently uh we can talk to him about I mean you can always talk to anybody about anything, but they might hang up on you. But in theory we talked to him about the stuff that got it and booted off the air. Yeah, let's talk about why he no longer has the biggest show in the history of cable news. You could argue that three of the most powerful people on television easily argue. three, Certainly in the top, God, five or six, if not the three biggest people in television. Charlie Rose, Bill O'Reilly, and Matt Lauer are all gone. It's certainly within the news business, I think, that's indisputable. Who's, who's bigger than that? I don't On know air, really, well, that uh, that weird guy in the, uh, what's that show, with the, the sitcom with the science fiction? 
that everybody either loves or hates. Oh, the Big Bang Theory? Yeah. Sheldon? Sheldon. That guy is bigger than Matt Lauer. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, I nah, know. Those I guys mean, briefly come and go. No, in the information world. They're super giants. Yeah. yeah. And they're responsible for hundreds of millions of dollars of, rev- of revenue. Hundreds of millions. Yeah, and where every, a lot of people got their information. A ton yep. of people. Mm-hmm. And they're gone. All for the same reason. I want, and, and I'd be interested in how O'Reilly reacts to that if he, if he says, no, 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 I'm not in that category at all with those other two guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he'll say. Uh, I hope this is not our future. An article in the Wall Street Journal today, 12 days in Xinjiang. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Close enough. 12 days in Xinjiang, how China's surveillance state overwhelms daily life. I don't think I'm like an Alex Jones sort of person, but I could easily see this being America in uh, 20 years, especially there's a, a, a terrorist attack or two sure. in the United States. And every what step, do you think tap water is? It's a gay bomb, baby. That's uh, an interesting point there. Every step will be justified on the basis of keeping us safe. And probably welcomed by the population, unfortunately, yes. to my standpoint. Bah, bah. Uh, Urm Kwai, China, this city on China's Central Asia frontier may be one of the most closely surveilled places on Earth, which is saying something with, uh, you know, Russia and North Korea out there. Sure. Security checkpoints with identification scanners guard the train station and roads in and out of town. Easily could see that in America. Facial scanners track comings and goings at hotels, shopping malls, and banks. Easily see that in America. A couple Mm -hmm. of terrorist attacks. Yep, there's some places already happening. Police use handheld devices to search smartphones for encrypted chat apps. Politically charged oh, videos. Whoa, 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 wait a minute now. We, you know, the law enforcement has expressed the fact that we're enabling criminals by enabling the encryption stuff. It is not too many leaps to, look, all we want to know is if somebody's using encryption, because that might suggest that, you know, they got something nefarious going on. Yeah. Police use handheld devices to search smartphones for encrypted chat apps, politically charged videos, and other suspect content. To fill up with gas, drivers must first swipe their ID cards and stare into a camera. I can see all this coming to America. And, uh, and like gotta, I said, it's like buying a gun? Buying gas? Just part of keeping track of where you're going. Hmm. China's, they might already do that. They might already access the credit card information that, <laughs> that you know, that you're, you're using your credit card to the pump anyway. I don't know. Oh, yeah. China's efforts to snuff out a violent separatist movement by some members of the predominantly Muslim uh, ethnic group that have caused them problems have tar- turned this region into a, a laboratory for high-tech social controls that civil liberties activists say the government wants to roll out across the country. It's nearly impossible to move about the region without feeling the unrelenting gaze of the government. Mm. Maybe I'm paranoid. I feel that way already in the United States of America. You got people scanning the parking lot for your drive, for your your license plate. Um, uh, law enforcement getting information from your phone whenever the heck they want, or the phone companies at least keeping everywhere you're going mm-hmm. on record, and then the, then law enforcement can access it without a warrant whenever they want. At least yeah. currently, uh, yeah can't remember where the law is on that but hey how about uh, merry old england you go over to london you're on a camera all the time yeah oh yeah in big cities you are on a camera all the time mm-hmm. in the united states yeah citizens and visitors alike must run a daily gauntlet of police checkpoints surveillance cameras and machines scanning their id cards faces eyeballs and sometimes entire bodies body scans mm. um 
They have this fruit vendor who swiped his card at an office this summer to pay an overdue phone bill. His photo popped up with an X on it. Since then, he says every scan of his ID card sets off an alarm. He isn't sure what it signifies, but figures he's on some kind of government watch list because he has had intermittent run-ins with the police. He's reluctant to travel for fear of being detained. Fruit vendor. Damn it, I forgot. I was going to bring a mandarin orange in for a snack. I forgot. I'm sorry. Back to you. Uh... Delightful little orange, easily peeled, sweet, delicious. Is there anything keeping every country from eventually being there? I don't think so. And then, then because, well, the history of the world is, you know, an open, free society, democracy sort of thing doesn't last. Mm -hmm. And uh, people want to take power. God, the, 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 um, the infrastructure for keeping you North Korea like. Is in place, going to be in place in countries all over the globe. Mm-hmm. No, it won't go that far, I hope. But the infrastructure to, 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 to keep you in check and not to allow, you know, a really uh, new form of government to ever come around, a new party, new ideas, that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. it's definitely going to be there. Yeah, well, it's, it's pretty easy to imagine the recipe. You take, uh, you know, two cups of various uh, ugly people around the world who want to kill people, being able to easily export that to anywhere where they want, that's a key ingredient. Sure. Then you have the rapidly improving technology to actually implement the desire to know all, see all, and perhaps control all. And then you have the natural human tendency toward control, and you you run into your more dystopian... Uh, uh, you know, potentials. I, I think it's it's pretty much inevitable. I think so, I think so too. And, 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 pr- and pretty quickly, it, it mostly depends on... You know, that first part you mentioned, the terrorist attack. So a lot of this technology didn't exist, 9-11-2001. If it had, there'd been all kinds of people saying, and we need to have eyeball scanners in every building or whatever. Sure. And uh, and and they would have voted for it or not voted for it, but it would have got slipped in there without anybody noticing, like a lot of other stuff in the Patriot Act. The NSA would be doing it. That they yeah. had no idea got approved. Including some of the guys who wrote the Patriot Act, remember. Yeah. Yeah. And we only found out about that, as I always point out, because of Edward Snowden. Otherwise, we might still not know that that stuff was going on. I, I think that's interesting. So you're you're down with the traitor. Hmm? Yeah, exactly. Um, Why don't you go to Russia? I sent you to London a minute ago. Now I want you to go to Russia. <laughs> I don't have to. Russia's coming to me. Whoa. I'm Jack Armstrong. Wow, nice. That's how I end my piece. Nice. That's good. That's strong. Thank you very much. And locked out. (laughs) (laughs) So Bill O'Reilly in about 15, 20 minutes. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Do it live! That's right, Bill. That is the plan. The president (laughs) is cheering on the GOP passage of tax reform. We've got tweets and celebrations. And the FDA has announced the first gene therapy treatment to prevent blindness. Stories coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. Wow. Wow. We're going to have all these technological advances in fighting blindness, cancer, all these different things, right. and, this, and also technology that keeps us from being free at all. Right. It's all going to happen at the same time. We'll be healthy but oppressed. Yeah, exactly. Damn it! Um, so, uh, Bill O'Reilly does have a new book out, or the same book out. Right. So that's, you know, that's why he's doing the tours, I suppose. I'm not so sure. I wonder if there are multiple purposes afoot. That's what I've been wondering. Is yeah. he trying to, 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 I don't know, rehabilitate himself somehow, get back into the, uh, back, get back into I the game? I guess so. And a blockbuster uh, editorial about the bullet train. We'll get to that in a little while. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. 
you going to mention that to Bill, or is that your plan? Uh, yeah, I'm trying to digest it and figure out you know, what it means. But yeah, there's a, a, a news anchorette gal who's come out with new statements about their she was about to drop about Fox News and Roger Ailes and Rupert Murdoch and Bill O'Reilly and the story hasn't yet all been told I didn't know that hmm maybe you should rethink having Bill O'Reilly on your radio program Well, thank you for declaring it my program. I have some changes I'm about to make. Well, if it goes poorly, I'm going to. Oh, I don't blame you. Of course. Head for the hills. I told him. I told him over and over again it was a mistake. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, we've got President Trump now taking a victory lap with Republicans after final passage of the big GOP tax bill later today. Trump already tweeting this morning. The tax cuts are so large and so meaningful, and yet the fake news is working overtime to follow the lead of their friends, the defeated Dems, and only demean. This is truly a case where the results will speak for themselves starting very soon. Jobs, jobs, jobs. Trump is going to be hosting a bill passage event right around noon West Coast time. His press secretary, Sarah Sanders, says an actual bill signing event is going to happen at a later date. When does the middle class get decimated? Because I hear that's uh, what's next from Nancy Pelosi and every Democrat, which well, is a little odd. So, so Mitch McConnell says, you know, he's proud to run on this in 2018. Right. right. Um, but that's that's in November of 2018. That's not that far off. Is, is, are things going to happen in such a way that people will, will feel like it's been good for them? Allegedly, By then? You, you'll see it on your paycheck. Mm-hmm. In January. Right. Okay. Mitch McConnell, you just mentioned him. He said, you know, Republicans really ought to be able to sell the tax plan to skeptical Americans once they start seeing results. My view of this, if we can't sell this to the American people, we ought to go into another line of work. Interesting. Yeah, amen. <laughs> Interesting. Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren, though, one of the 48 senators who voted against the bill, saying... And a Republican House member said big donors told him to pass the tax bill or don't ever call them again. Let's call this out for what it is. It's government for sale. And that's how you end up with a $1.5 trillion tax giveaway to corporations at a time of record corporate profit. Hmm, heap big scandal. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I was really hoping to avoid a meeting before the Christmas break. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That is a reference to her erroneous, fallacious, and fictional uh, Indian background. Don't know if this uh, if this might be uh, you know people uh, reacting to the uh, tax reform plan or not, but Americans bought homes at the fastest pace in nearly eleven years, with sales climbing almost six percent in November. National Association of Realtors says sales of existing homes were last this strong in December of two thousand and six. Now all of the uh, the surges in uh, home sales appears to further squeeze the would-be buyers who face a declining supply of homes on the market and ever-surging prices. Mm. The, th- the thing about home news always is, I mean, how many homes does the average person buy in their life? Two? I mean, what is average? Average? That's an interesting question. I do not know. I'm guessing it's around there. I'll bet that's, yeah, that's a good over-under. And you, it's, not, it's not like cars or a lot of other things where you, you can go out and make decisions 
a yearly or a couple times a year based on how things are going. You yeah. either need to move into the school district and then you're going to stay there until your kids graduate high school. Right. The timing is based on that, not, you know, the stuff that's going on in the economy. Unless well, you go zip code to zip code to zip code, you have three different stories. Right? Right? Yeah, yeah that, there's also that. Yeah, mm-hmm. There you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Strong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. Well, that was tight. That was short, Marshall. Yeah. Are we making way for the great Bill O'Reilly? Indeed. Who's coming up next and we'll do it live! So we got to figure out how do we want to approach this. You know, the great Albus Dumbledore once said, it takes courage to stand up to your enemies, but it takes much greater courage to stand up to your friends. Who's, who said that? You are not an American. I am so shooting you at the Battle of the Balls. Albus Dumbledore? <laughs> yes. That was the guy from Harry Potter, right? Yeah, Dumbledore? That's, that's the head of Hogwarts. Yes. You ignoramus. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly next Uh, on the Armstrong and Getty Show. We'll do it live! Merry Christmas, Saints must come this time each year. McClintock, Republican House member, Northern California, who switched his vote from no on the tax bill to yes yesterday. I think he's the only uh, Republican in New York or California that voted yes. Right. Because all the no votes were were those people. So we're trying to get his explanation. And a quick mention, Clips of the Year show tomorrow, not to be missed. Oh, yes. Our next guest was not only the host, but the mastermind, the brain behind the biggest uh, show in cable news history and one we watched every single day. He is the co-author of a number of bestsellers, including the new one, Killing England, The Brutal Struggle for American Independence. Uh, Bill O'Reilly joins us. Bill, how are you, sir? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me in. I appreciate the Mike Love and the Beach Boys. Uh, good <laughs> good tune. Tough Setting to be. up for the Christmas season. Yeah, a lot of good Christmas stuff there. So, Bill, listen, uh, we meant in all sincerity that we watch your show all the time. The O'Reilly Factor was unique and enormous. It's no longer on the air. Do you want to talk about why that is? Is there anything you regret uh, in your past? Uh, what do you have to say about that? No. Um, it was a, uh assault on me um, by uh, far-left concerns, and we're seeing the beginning of that exposition now with the article on the Hill uh, about uh, the attorney Lisa Bloom offering $750,000 to a woman uh, two days before the presidential election to trash Donald Trump. Um, this is an industry. Uh, I don't know whether it will be exposed fully. I hope it will be. Um, and, um, you know, it's a complicated matter as far as Fox News is concerned, um, because they had a, a problem with Roger Ailes, the founder of uh, FNC. And then off that, there were all kinds of chaos uh, for the last, next year. And um, these people moved in and they started lodging uh uh, accusations and um, you know bad things happened so that's really all I can tell you specifically other than you know we're on BillOReilly.com now where our voice is still very very prominent and um, I think I really think that the whole con 
C-O-N, is going to be exposed in 2018. I, I pray it will be. So you think you got railroaded in this deal. You don't think that Matt Lauer, Charlie Rose, some of these other big names also got railroaded, do you? Every case is different, and I always say to Americans who are fair-minded and sincere individuals, justice is what is needed when you have an accusation. I mean, there have been many people harmed in the workplace, and justice is what is needed. But every case is different. And to make judgments based on headlines when the press in this country certainly does not want to know the truth, they just want to put out sensationalistic stuff and lives are being ruined, I think people need to pull back a little bit and and see the big picture. But justice is what is needed. I've been very clear. I didn't do anything to anyone in the workplace. And I have said that from the beginning, and I say it today. Well, that's a definitive statement. Are you still battling that? I mean, legally speaking? I absolutely am. Um, We're not going to uh, let defamation and slander go. Um, We will do what we have to do, but I'm not going to do it in the media. I'm going to do it in the courts. Well, that's got to be a, do it in the media. That's got to be an I'll never get a fair chance. Well, ever. well, yeah, God knows that's true. I mean, number one, it's undeniable um, that there's a, a, a thirst, a hunger to take down anything conservative in the mainstream media and that Lisa Bloom is a morally reprehensible human being. There's just no question about any of that. But, you know, it's it, they uh, they framed the guy who did it in the O.J. case, is my belief. And, you know, some conservatives who are accused of bad things might be guilty in, fa- in spite of the fact that Lisa Bloom is morally reprehensible. I know. Absolutely. Uh, and that should be played out in the appropriate setting. If somebody wants to apologize and somebody wants to say, I did certain things I should not have done, that's fine. If somebody wants to litigate, that's fine, too. But I, I think we're at a hysterical point now where this has been weaponized. And I think you guys understand there's not a single man in this country who's powerful or wealthy that's safe. Well, everybody's no thinking about it. Everybody's thinking about every female. You can trash anybody you want right now, and the mm-hmm. press will grab it in a heartbeat without anybody checking anything. How did you feel about the way the Al Franken thing went down? Look, I don't know what happened. All I know is that there was a picture of uh, Al Franken, and that's what sunk him, the picture. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I don't know what happened. I despise Al Franken. I I mean, the man's a liar, but I I didn't uh, judge him or come to any conclusions about anything because I wasn't there. The picture sunk him in the Senate. Well, it sunk him temporarily. We're starting to hear rumors that, you know, Al's not such a bad guy. <laughs> right. He is right. Right. I think the Democrats can do that if they want to continue their jihad against Trump. They can't bring Franken back. Franken got sacrificed because the, the uh, strategy is that we're going to take Trump down with the women. It shifted. They know they don't have the Russian thing. That's not going to happen. So they shifted it into the women, and they had to give up Franken and Conyers to do it. So I don't think you're going to see Franken back. Bill O'Reilly's on the line. Uh, Bill's latest book with Martin Duggard is uh, Killing England, The Brutal Struggle for American Independence, uh, the description of which is absolutely great. It emphasizes the incredible difficulty, the casualties, the hand-to-hand combat, the brutal conditions of the American Revolution, which I think is often left out of 
uh, modern tellings of history, and I certainly appreciate that as a history buff. Uh, so how are you communicating with the people these days, Bill? We're on BillOReilly.com. We do uh, the No Spin News. It's a half an hour of analysis every night. We hope people will go in there. We have a terrific deal for Christmas where you can get four free books. You can get Killing England, which uh, is 14 weeks now on the bestseller list, four weeks at number one. And any of my other Killing books or Old School Life in the Sane Lane, terrific deal on BillOReilly.com. But more importantly, you get you know, my perspective. And if people respect me and, and think I tell the truth that they want, might want to go to BillOReilly.com and, and check it out because we really, uh, we really have it going there. It's very, very, uh, popular, very profitable. And, um, so we're happy with that. Well, if you feel you were, uh, you know, well, you stated you didn't do this stuff that they say you did. So you lost your job. You shouldn't have lost your job is the way you feel. It's gotta, you gotta be pretty bitter about that. You know what? Um, it's been a worse year of my life, but I'm a fighter. And what we're doing now is we're putting together a case um, that will expose the injustice. And it's not just me who's got hammered. You know, after Roger Ailes went down, there were scores of accusations made at Fox News against scores of men. I'm just the biggest name. And a lot of people got hurt. Um, And it was just, you know, stunning what happened. Stunning. That's all I can say. But again, I can't try it in the media. You know, I try to live my life in an honest way. Um, And, you know, bitterness doesn't really get me much, does it? No, no. It's not a good uh, recipe for a happy life. Worst year of your life. I've got to basically accumulate as many facts as I can. I was pleased at thehill.com exposed Bloom with unbelievable facts there is a tape of bloom i can tell you guys there is a audio tape of her uh offering money it is amazing uh we have heard it and uh i assume that'll be out shortly do you watch tucker or is that too painful no i mean i i'm not because i do what i do is so different from what uh tucker does um, you know, there's really no reason for me to go in there on a regular basis, but I certainly watch, know what they're doing. It's still a very strong brand. I think they hurt themselves, but that's just my opinion, you know. He told a heck of a story a couple of weeks ago about when he was accused, and he thought he was going to lose his job every day. He thought, he, you know, he's, how he's going to explain it to his family. It turned out he'd never even been in the same state as this woman when she claimed and that sort of stuff. So it can it can get pretty ugly pretty fast. It's horrible. I mean, I had a woman come out, Bloom ran her out, uh, who said that I uh, called her hot chocolate, uh, African-American woman. I have never seen the woman. And then we found out that she had been arrested in Detroit for filing a false police report. You know, and, and I gave that story to the Washington Post. They wouldn't print it. Wow. Even though it's a fact. Wow. So, you know, the corruption is through the roof. And uh, I hope Americans will step back and really take a hard look at what's going on. Well, think what you want to think about Bill O'Reilly or whomever else. We won't tell you what to think, but mob justice is never justice. Um, you know, due process is what we live by in this country. Bill, it's always uh, interesting to talk to you, and 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 good well, luck. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Anytime you need me, give me a buzz. Have a nice Christmas, and uh, you got a fine show. And I'm glad you're doing well. Thank you, and Merry Christmas to you and yours, Bill O'Reilly. Well, we that, asked him directly. 
He answered directly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hmm. I'll have to read some of the texts uh, when we come back. Sure. Uh, from the break. Mm-hmm. But um, what do you do when somebody says just flat out, I didn't do any of those things? Where are you then until you get into a courtroom? Well, you could say, well, such and such said this. And he would repeat, I didn't do that. Right, he's he's clearly going to say, no, I never did that. Well, and he made it clear he didn't want to litigate it in the media. Which is a good idea. Right. Yeah, well, hey, y'all believe what you want to believe. I encourage you to draw your own conclusions. We're not that into telling you what to think around here. So, there you have it. Um, I'll read some of your texts when we come back. 415-295-KFTC is the text line. 415-295-KFTC. Worst year of his life. That's a statement. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show.